Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy, and it is good to have you back with us today. Welcome to Friday's podcast and version of Recovery Guy podcast. If you're new or relatively new to our podcast, welcome aboard. And if you are coming back time after time, many followers out there, you send me notes and messages and emails on a regular basis, and I thank you for being one of the regulars. Thank you very much for all your sharing. Thank you very much for your downloads. Thank you for even those who listen to the podcast and then even go and download the blogs that you can find at recoveryguy.org. Remember, you can find me on Instagram at recovery underscore guy, Facebook, the recovery guy. Uh, If you're looking for a sober or life coach, let me know what that looks like. Uh, Hey, You know, I love children's movies. Um, One of the things that's been great about recovery, it sort of reinvigorates us as a person. Don't you agree? So we, we, at least in my life and and those I've been involved with, we love a, a simpler approach to living. We enjoy things from the entertainment value that they are. And and especially with having grandchildren and, and, and having children later on in life in my mid-30s, or late 30s rather, uh, I've, I've grown to enjoy all the Disney movies and things like that. One of my favorite movies of all time, and uh, uh, I've, I've mentioned before what Dory, Ellen, right? Uh, DeGeneres, uh, incredible Dory uh, in Finding Nemo. And one of the things that she says is just keep swimming, right? So that is the title of today's podcast. Uh, Ellen and her wonderful way of portraying this wonderful fish that just wanted to be loved and cared for. And Ellen just did an unbelievable job of portraying the innocence and the simplicity and the sincerity of Dory. But it's just keep swimming, just keep swimming. And isn't that what we do in recovery? We just keep swimming one day at a time. It doesn't matter if today was good, bad, or indifferent, or fantastic. We just keep swimming because we know that one day at a time is the journey that we're on. And if we're fortunate enough, that journey can last a lifetime. And, and as I consider just keep swimming, of course, I think of water. And, and my, my notion to you as we get deeper into this today, and, and what are we swimming toward, or how are we swimming, or what are we swimming with, right? Those are factors we have to consider. So my, my admonition to you, my advice to you is to, and I don't want to get too philosophical, but be as a brook, right? A brook, a a stream of water. It is so important to be as that brook because, you know, if you find standing water, 
we don't know if that's safe to drink. But more likely than not, when we go up to Sundance, Sundance Resort, Sundance Mountain up in Provo Canyon, there's a great brook that runs down on the stream. And it is always safe to drink from because the water is flowing. It's coming down from the ice melt and it's flowing and, and it's the, the rocks that the water flow over act as a filter and adds to the freshness. And I want my recovered life to be the same. Don't you? Don't you want your journey through recovery to be as fresh as brook water that is flowing over rocks to help act as that filter and getting rid of the sediment and the things that are not pleasant or good for us as we would drink in our living life. So again, I hope that's not too philosophical. I hope you understand the metaphor. You know, one of the things that we do as we just keep swimming is we are redirecting our thinking. Now, redirecting our thinking is really critical to our recovered life. And it should be a constant. Redirecting our thinking should be a constant. Now, if you're joining us on Tuesdays, Tuesday's podcast is challenged by my daughter, Carol. We're, we're going through the steps. And if you paid attention or listened to this last Tuesday, we were on step six. And, and as, as a, a person of recovery, a person who has recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind, mind and body, I do steps 10, 11, and 12 on a daily basis. And step 10, of course, is continue to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, promptly admit it. Well, that's what the recovered life is. It's constantly redirecting my thinking, looking at where my patterns are, looking at where I could have been wrong, looking where I could be more right, even though I might not be wrong. But is there a higher level of the truth or the experience that I am living? And then that is a constant in my recovered life. And how I stay recovered is I continue to do the things in recovery that got me to that position of recovered in the first place. Now, if if not, if I don't do this, and this may or may not be true for you, if if I don't do this, then negative thoughts will hijack our moments, which ultimately can steal our day. You know what I'm saying? If I don't redirect my thinking, negative thoughts will hijack the moments that I live and work to steal my day. So what do I do? How do I, on a regular basis, prevent that from happening? Well, there's a lot of tools and resources out there, obviously, 12 Steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, the plan of recovery. If you're involved in Celebrate Recovery or, or in the um, uh, a number of different churches and religions and synagogues and, and mosques and things and, and uh, uh, parishes, uh, even, even in the Baptist movement, there is the Reformers Unanimous. There's so many different things out there that help us redirect our thinking. 
And if you don't know already, uh, I, I, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am a Christian. However, I, I really make these podcasts as um, uh, digestible and palatable for anyone who comes into recovery. One of the great things about 12-step recovery is there is no expectation of a particular denomination. The only requirement is rigorous honesty, right? And and there is a strong suggestion. There is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Uh, but it can be a power of your own thinking. Um, it can be a power that's just greater than you uh, that can do for you what you're not able to do for yourself. So if I talk to you about Gandhi uh, or or about a particular message I've heard from a rabbi, or I quote Christ to you, uh, or any of the number of people, theological, spiritual gurus and leaders, don't be put off. I'm, I'm just using their insight, their wisdom, their truth as a jumping off place that you can add or take part of or take it all or don't take any at all along your particular road to recovery. And today is just like that as well. So in Philippians chapter four, verse eight, and regardless of where your bend is, I think you're really going to like this because this is unadulterated truth that can be applied without a religious, but yet spiritual connotation that I think you'll truly appreciate uh, as one who is truly interested in recovery. So it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think on these things. Isn't that something? So today we're going to talk about as we just keep swimming, as Dory recommends, and I think it's a good idea, we're going to talk about what's true, what's honorable, what is just, pure, lovely, commendable. Because we want excellence in our life. We want things that are worthy of praise. Therefore, we need to think about these things. And sometimes, because life sucks when we least expect it, we have to redirect our thinking so negativity does not hijack me and my thinking, right? Because we know that negative thinking over a prolonged period will cause pain and suffering and discomfort. Well, as Father Martin said in Chalk Talk, it's a natural human response to seek relief from that which is uncomfortable. Well, if I'm seeking relief from that which is uncomfortable and I am not careful, I will do something that is not good for me. And if you are alcoholic and drug addict and other compulsive addictive behaviors such as me, medicating is not a good thing 
because it could get us sidetracked long enough to where we relapse and now we've got a real problem. So let's talk about truth, honor, just, purity, lovely, commendable. Let's break these down and see how these work in our recovered life. So true. And I love the definitions here. I got these from dictionary.com. I'm not a rocket scientist. I don't have, I don't have the answer to all these things, but I like to tie them all together. And I think you do too. And I think that's why you come back to this program, this podcast. So true means to being in accordance with the actual state or conditions conforming to reality or fact, not false. Wow. That is so important. Whatever is true, you know, it talks about in recovery that we were no longer able to differentiate the true from the false. Did you ever find that to be true? I remember telling stories of my drinking and using career when I was out there just ripping and running, deep involved in the addiction of all of the behaviors, not just the substances that went along with it, because I needed to be who you needed me to be, either because uh, you had something that I wanted or I was giving you something you thought you needed. Everything was hostage taking or being a hostage. And so I lived a false life. Matter of fact, I would think, again, a couple of years into sobriety, I would go to tell a story. And as the fog was clearing at about a year, <laughs> to this day, I have no idea. I mean, is God doing for me what I could not do for myself? Because I made so many mistakes in early recovery that what I didn't do, I didn't drink or drug. And I went to a buttload worth of meetings. I was very fortunate in the turning point in Las Vegas. And I, for, you know, for the first number of months in my recovery, I was homeless if it wasn't for slow will and I was unemployable. So really all I had were the, the meetings at the turning point, the Alano Club, and it was open 24 hours a day. So I went to just a, a, a heck of a lot of meetings, great long-term recovery there. And it was a coffee shop and they had pinball machines and pool tables and then meetings in the back room. So I stayed there a lot and I'm glad I did because everything was so sideways. Anyway, I couldn't, I would have to think, wow, did that really happen? Or did, and, and I would have to go back and say, did I just imagine that? Did I, was that just a story that I told? So I had to learn how to conform and deal with reality and fact not falsehoods, right? So we need to be true to be in accordance with the actual state or conditions around us. So then I need to learn how to be honorable. Honorable, that was a tough one. That certainly was over time because honorable means to be worthy of honor of how people would view me what I was portraying. And I had to be worthy, not that you would see something in me that wasn't there because 
I, I tried to play charades with you. I tried you to make believe something that wasn't real, but I needed to be worthy of honor. Whether you honored me or not was not the point, but I needed to be worthy of that just in case you were inclined to respect me over time. It means esteemable. Of esteem, it means credible. In other words, you can believe what I say. What I say and what I do makes sense. That is what credibility is. There is a consistency in what I'm saying and what I'm doing. And when I was out there ripping and running, forget about it. I, I told you whatever I thought you needed to hear at the time I thought you needed to hear it and hope that I could get over one more day. I had no credibility. You couldn't believe anything that I said because it always went to serving me. Today, it's very different. I have a lot of credibility. My word is my bond. I try to do the best I can to say what I mean and act accordingly, to be consistent so I don't appear to be that hypocrite I used to be. You know, and that's, as I had mentioned in previous podcasts, I'm very predictable because I am credible. If I say it, you can expect it. And, and if I don't think I can do it, I try not to tell you that I will. I want to be of high respect because I want to be a person that you can trust, that you can rely on. I want to be honorable. I want to think as an honorable person would think. Think on these things because it is excellent. It is worthy of praise. The next thing is to be just. Whatever is just. You know what just is? It is justice. It is guided by truth. It is just. It is fair. It is reason. Isn't that wonderful? It is reason. It makes sense. It is reasonable. You look at it and say, that's reasonable. Why? Because it's just. Justice, justice is equal. It's meted out equally because it's guided by truth. Truth is devoid of emotion. Truth is a void, really, of opinion. There are certain doctrinal truths, universal truths, that are really undisputable. And it is also fairness. As I am a just person, guided by truth, I want to treat others fairly. Again, in my ripping and running condition, I was very unfair because everything was one-sided for me. Now I want to be fair in how I treat others, you know, that do unto others as you would have others do unto you. The golden rule, treat others the way you would want to be treated because you are a just person. You are fair. I hope we are guided by justice by fairness, that people see that I am fair, that that is my desire. The next thing is pure. I love this. Pure. It's kind of like that brook, right? 
That water is pure. It's safe to drink because it's traveling over rocks that are filtering it. And pure is free from everything that is different that would cause it to be inferior or contaminating. Free from extraneous matter. In other words, there's not anything there that can pollute it. It is pure. It is in its natural state of purity. It is free from anything of a different or inferior or contaminating kind. It is free from that. It is pure. I want to think on things that are pure. I don't want my selfishness and my self-centeredness to be the forefront of my thinking because at that point I will exclude you and my responsibility to you and act as if I was the only person who needed to be satisfied or taken care of in that moment. The next thing is lovely. Isn't that a great word? I'm smiling as I say it. Can you say the word lovely without smiling and think of the things that are lovely to you? This word is defined as having a beauty that appeals to the heart or mind as well as to the eye, as a person or a face. I'm going to read that again because it's a quite involved definition. Having a beauty, and I'm not talking about an external beauty. I'm talking about an internal beauty to think on things that are beautiful, that are lovely, that appeals to the heart or mind as well to the eye as a person or face. You know, when my when I get angry, when I get afraid, when I get confused, so often I think of Laura and my children and my grandchildren and the relationship I have with God or my sister my sister Mary or my brother George. I think on those things because those are lovely. Those are things that appeal to my heart and my mind. And when I look upon them, they are pleasing to the eye as well. They bring me great joy and comfort. And I love the definition of this because it goes from the inside out. Because things that are not lovely or appealing to the heart or the mind, they're not going to have a visual attractiveness to it. Do you agree with that? The next thing is commendable. Commendable is a fantastic word. It is worthy of praise. Commendable. It is worthy of praise. I can commend that. I can applaud that. And what is praise? Praise is the act of expressing approval or ad, uh, admiration it is a commendation, a laudation, lauding, shouting out, commendable, giving it reference, commending it, telling it it is good, to admire it. It is expressing approval, 
That is what praise is. Worthy of praise. I need to think on that. What is good for me? What is commendable? What lifts me up? What is worthy of praise? Well, obviously, God, as I understand God is, because I am a walking, talking miracle. Just recently, um, my friends, you know, have celebrated recovery. Slow Will in January 1st, 41 years. Scotty Shields, um, uh, this last week, uh, two weeks ago, 37 years. Uh, my friend Tess, um, last uh, last Friday, celebrated uh, three years of personal recovery. Everywhere around me, people are doing well. People are recovering. A number of people in my focus group, they're doing fantastic, coming up on great uh, milestones. Very, very commendable. It is worthy of praise. I think of those things. It gets me in a great space. It helps me understand everything that's going on around me, which is worthy of praise. And I want to express approval or an admiration or something that is commendable, something I can laud, something I can shout, something I can say, heck yes, I want to be a part of that. Isn't that where you want to be? So once again, just keep swimming. I know there's a lot here. Listen to the podcast again. One of the great things, uh, chatting with my daughter, Carol, uh, last week, who's a, an incredible miracle and such a, a wonderful friend of mine. Um, she is my second oldest. And she was saying, hey, Pops, I went through, I listened to everything again. And I really appreciate, Carol understands that repetition is the mother of learning because we're just going to keep swimming right? We're going to keep moving forward. We're going to be as that brook. We want to be safe to drink from. We want people to partake of us. And the best way that we can ensure that they will partake of us is to make sure that we are redirecting our thinking, that in our recovered life, that is something that is a constant for us, that we are constantly redirecting our thinking so our thoughts don't become negative and hijack who we say we want to become. And finally, brethren, whatever is pure, excuse me, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise. Think about these things. True, honorable, just, pure, free, commendable. If we just keep swimming with these things in mind, our lives will always be like the fresh water from a brook. I want to thank you so much for joining Recovery Guy today. Go to recoveryguy.org for your blogs and your podcast, your favorite podcast channel, recovery underscore guy on Instagram, the recovery guy on Facebook. Message me if you're looking for a sober life coach. Let's have that conversation. I've got some things opening up in February and in March. I can take on, I think, three more uh, individuals to coach. Let me know what that looks like. We'll have that conversation. Uh, if you want to um, support this ministry, please share, please subscribe, please tell a friend. 
If you have the ability to monetarily support us, go to my website, Recovery Guy. You can get to patreon.com forward slash recovery guy for monthly donations. And if you want to give a one-time gift, uh, you can go to Venmo at, uh, excuse me, at Robert hyphen pardon hyphen three to give a one-time gift. Whatever you do on any level, whether it's sharing, whether it's downloading, whether it's giving, whether it's just getting well yourself, let's do something to get well together. I'm so glad you took a moment to join us today. And as always, my name is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy.